You are listening to the Delay and Pray podcast, episode number 22. Welcome to the Delay and Pray podcast, where certified Catholic and weight loss coach Beth Bubick teaches you how to permanently lose weight through spiritual fasting. Get ready to gain faith and lose weight through a joyful transformation of both body and soul. Now, your host, Beth, the Catholic Fasting Coach. This week, the Catholic Fasting Coach team just finished up our third launch of the Delay and Pray group coaching experience for the year. Each coaching course runs for about 12 weeks, and we are opening the coaching experience about six times a year now, each with its own theme that the group can specifically fast and pray for as a community. So this is really important for motivation and for efficacy, as the Lord states that whenever two or more are gathered in His name, He is there. And that is from Matthew chapter 18, verse 20. So we started out this year fasting for life, and then we fasted for Lent, and now we are fasting for Father. Now, this idea was a collaboration with Lisa Canning when I hired her as a consultant last year to help get my business on the map. And she came up with this fasting for Father theme that I just thought was amazing, and I love it so much, and I'm so thankful for her input. So fasting for Father includes fasting and praying for all priests that we know and even those we don't know. We pray for priests in every capacity. We pray for priests, bishops, cardinals, Pope Francis, seminarians, anyone who is included in the priesthood. And then we include vocations as well. And all the men out there actually considering for the priesthood. So this fasting intention is one of my favorites and will be a beautiful 12-week period of time that we dedicate our Friday fasting days in the community to supporting priests in our thoughts and prayers and the delay of sugar, flour, and alcohol each week. Each theme also has a unique twist on the little blue butterfly logo. This Fasting for Father butterfly has been turned black and white, and it has a little collar on one of its wings in commemoration of this time that runs right through Father's Day in June. So beautiful and so fitting. And my husband, Mike, he came up with this design. So for an engineer with quite the mind for math, he's pretty creative. I think you'd love it if you haven't seen it. It's on my Instagram profile if you want to go over there. So speaking of husbands, we are also including our husbands and all men in this prayer and fasting endeavor too. So when we say fasting for father, it includes priests, but it also includes all men that we know and love in our lives. Today's podcast focuses in on husbands. Future podcasts will discuss why we need to fast for priests and also another will be about men in general. So I chose to begin with husbands because, well, I have a really good one and I believe our husbands need our spiritual support just like our priests do. Husbands lead very busy lives and shoulder a lot of responsibility both inside and outside of our homes. They are integral to family life and are in deep need of our prayers to live virtuous lives. They were created to be the spiritual leaders of our families, and they are entrusted with keeping the family safe, both spiritually and physically. This is not an easy task and one that Satan loves to derail, I'm sure. So we pray and fast as a spiritual warrior and spouse for our husband. 
My husband, he does a darn good job at leading our family. His name's Mike, and we've been married for 33 years now. We were college sweethearts, and we have three adult children. Two are married, and we have two grandchildren on the way. So we are entering a very exciting time of our lives, and this is all the more reason for prayer and fasting here in this ever-increasing immoral culture. When I pray and fast for a virtuous life for my husband, I am praying specifically that by the power of the Holy Spirit, his fallen nature that we all possess because of the fall of Adam and Eve would be healed, perfected, and elevated, and that he would lead a life driven by the power of the virtues. And this can be done because he's a baptized Catholic and with the help of grace and his effort and my prayers and fasting, I know he can be transformed through the power of Jesus Christ. His effort is needed, and the grace of God is also needed for this transformation. And then my prayers and fasting just elevate the cause through intercession, and this is how it works. I came across an amazing image of a sailboat to actually explain how this works in a book called Boys to Men, The Transforming Power of Virtue, and it's written by Tim Gray and Curtis Martin. And in this book, they describe the baptized human body as the boat where the sails are our efforts and the more virtuous, the better, and the wind is God's grace. And so God's grace is given through prayer and sacraments and working all together in a delicate balance, the wind and the sails allow our husbands to move quite beautifully over turbulent waters in the right direction, keeping the family afloat and heading ultimately to the smooth waters of heaven, which is the goal. So this is a great image for me to keep imagining as I strive to pray for my husband and yours too. Our husbands need us in so many ways, and this is a very important piece of marriage that we should really consider. So my husband works really hard, as I said, and he is the reason why I can do what I do with my business. I pray deeply for him and with him every day. We started a prayer routine a while back of always embracing and saying a Hail Mary together before he scoots out the door for work, and we're pretty consistent with it. We also added in night prayer, weekend morning rosaries, grace before meals, of course, and reading good religious books. We frequent sacraments on a weekly basis and have grown in love and patience over the years due to all of this. But it always hasn't been this way. When we first started our marriage, we went to mass, but hardly prayed together at all. That was 33 years ago, and it's been a slow journey to the place we are at now, but it is so interesting that as I have learned to pray and fast for him and intercede for his worries and anxieties of the day, my attitude towards him has changed for the better. I am more motivated to serve and connect with him. It has definitely helped me to be a better wife and more balanced in my emotions. So when you are starting to pray and fast for your husband, you will see the changes in him and you'll also see the changes in you. So as I always say, the Lord cannot be outdone in generosity, but this is also challenging. When you take on spiritual fasting and start to delay sugar and flour and alcohol to the weekends, and you take this very seriously, you need something really motivating to get you to your goals. In our program, we definitely talk about two types of goals. We have a weight goal and we have a spiritual purpose goal. And the question is always about what motivates you to stay on task when the going gets rough. And I like to make really deep goals that keep me thinking of other people and how I can best serve them. And this spiritual purpose combined with a weight goal 
keeps me on track when my brain offers me thoughts such as, this is too hard today, or I just don't want to fast today. During this 12-week stretch, priests that I know and love, all the men in my family, my sons and my husband, and all good godly men are the motivation behind all my spiritual fasting. And this is what keeps me on track, fighting those thoughts. This is too hard today because it's really not. It's really not. That's just a thought that's coming into my brain that I can entertain and then say, no, I'm not going to think that thought. I'm going to think a different thought. I am going to fast for all of these people in my life. We need strong Christian and Catholic virtuous men to stand up for what is right, true, moral, and good. And this is what I'm fasting for. And I call this motivation the why that makes me cry. So today, I'd like to tell you a bit about why we need to pray, especially for our husbands first. I've always covered him in prayer for most of our marriage, but it was only when I started to fast for him that I noticed a change in me. Like I had said, spiritual fasting is so interesting. It really lets the Holy Spirit do its work wherever it is needed. So Mike has definitely changed too. He is more prayerful now and more interested in religious things now than ever before, but my heart towards him has changed dramatically. Our marriage is stronger, our relationship is closer, and we are praying together and listening to each other a lot more. He really is the why that makes me cry. His happiness is more important to me, and I pray for that. As a wife, I want our marriage to increase in love and joy. Even with the sorrow that it inevitably comes our way here and there, we all have it. And with God, we know we can handle it all. He is the very best cheerleader in all I do. Mike is loved by most people who know him, especially his children and me too. And he is the quiet strength and warm wind beneath my wings that enables me to soar. I'm always out in front, designing, creating, working 12-hour days in this entrepreneurial life, and he's the solid rock that supports my craziness as I try to innovate for the love of the world. I have been like this for most of our marriage. And this is the third business that I have tried to start. So we are up to the work it entails, but we're getting older as well. And I know he'd like to rest. I know he'd like to travel, take it a bit easier and put his feet up. But the reality is that I just keep dragging him forward into bigger and bigger dreams. I call it sainthood. And that's part of the dream. He's pretty much already there. He nods his head and agrees with a smile. And I love how he supports me in all that he does. He is the why that makes me cry. If you're going to be successful in spiritual fasting, you're going to need a why that makes you cry, that keeps you consistent and on track when you just want to eat and give up, especially if you're going for big dreams. So during this third quarter of our lives, we are going for our big dreams. We moved after raising the kids in the same house for 20 years. We started a new business. We married off two amazing children and I quit my corporate job. That's a lot. And there is short-term discomfort in going for your dreams. And believe me, that's an understatement, but that's also the currency we all have to pay if we're going to invest in something. And it is called discomfort and it's redemptive. This discomfort offered up as redemptive suffering through spiritual fasting is worth every minute. And he's learned all about this now being married to me for so long and he's up for it. And he knows there's no other way. And we just invite God into all of it. 
Spiritual fasting has taught me how to suffer well for a short time for a long-term gain. That gain is mostly closest to Christ because we have to trust and surrender everything to Him. I say we loosely as I have this extreme entrepreneurial spirit that thrives on excitement, on that mission, and on that passion, even when it doesn't make sense sometimes. I'm always telling Mike that I'm just casting my net to the other side of the boat, and I know there's bound to be fish over there. I just know it. And the fish always show up. And while I'm doing that, he keeps his boat just rowing along, catching just the right amount to bring home for the day to keep us afloat. So he is the solid, sweet guy that goes to work every day, writes the rocking ship of this life with every sensible bone in his body. And he has given up so much to begin this spiritual fasting business with me, but he's all in. He gets the mission. He's part of it. And there is no turning back. So you see why I have to fast for him first. He is very needed. And our mission is to bring 1 million Catholics back to the Catholic church through spiritual fasting. It is not an easy task, but it isn't just mine either. It's a true collaboration with God and my husband that fuels my daily work. It could never, ever be done without this quiet gentleman by my side. We spiritually fast together to stay close to God, to hear his voice, and to stay healthy in mind, body, and soul. And I always tell him that one day we will play and not work so very hard. And he just smiles and knows that, well, this is and always has been the way we live in mission. We are Catholic innovators and our hearts break to change the world for the better. And he lives that dream with me. He always has. And I'm motivated to be successful for him. Our love is tried and true and only gets stronger and more beautiful with time. We did not always pray and fast together. It's only been in the last three years that I've actually been fasting consistently for him. But before that, I always prayed a rosary for him almost every day. The rosary has always been a staple of prayer for me since childhood, and it's a must for prayer and fasting. I can't imagine my fasting life without the rosary, and now Mike says one too. We've really come a long way. I often pray a rosary before I fall asleep, and I pray for protection over my husband and children and anyone who I'm aware of that just might be suffering in this world. And I rarely finish these prayers as I drift into sleep, but my mom always told me that the angels would finish what I had started. Um, I just heard recently on a podcast that Father Ripperger says that this isn't true. <laughs> but I think I'll choose to believe my mom on this one and that they really do finish it for me. Anyway, she was the one that taught me this holy habit, and that is my comfort and usually enables me to sleep like a rock. So it was really funny. One morning many years ago, I was making the bed and I, I found my rosary on my husband's side of the mattress. Oh, this was like years ago, like 20 years ago. And I chuckled to myself as I thought, you know, oh, how unfortunate that he rolled around last night with a metal crucifix sticking into his back. Poor guy. Always tangled up in my rosary. And that's how it goes. Well, honestly, for the last 33 years, this amazing man has been tangled up in my rosary in so many ways. And he has accepted most of it with a smile. It's not easy to be married to a rosary wielding super Catholic like me, but here I am. And we have found our way, most certainly because of that rosary, more prayer now, and of course, fasting. So to lighten the burden, I did switch to a glow-in-the-dark white plastic version, by the way, that is less harmful when lost in bed and rolled over. And uh, you're welcome, Mike. But no matter what the material of the beads, what prayer book you're using, prayer and fasting combined with the sacraments is quite powerful and is the exact sail you need to get the boat going. This action beckons the Blessed Mother and her holy angels to our side and to those whom we love, showering us and them with the peace of God's love that only He can give. 
When God is permitted to fill a mother's heart, then a mother can fill a child's heart and most certainly her husband's heart. Now Mike sleeps with his own rosary. We now pray before bed, and I've prayed for this for years. Our suffering is shared now. His strength is my strength. His poverty is my poverty. What we share now is totally supernatural, beyond reason, really. It's only because we have suffered through so many things in our married life that we have arrived here. We never, ever thought of parting. We never thought we would be stuck in suffering over the years. We just clung to each other and just prayed our way out of all that was difficult. And this is what we still do. So we realize the gift of the cross of marriage, and you can do the same. We are now realizing some lofty dreams after all these years, and this can only be learned over time, again, while praying and suffering together. And I hope you join me and our group as we pray for our husbands and yours, for all the men in our lives, and for our priests. They need our prayers and fasting. Pray for them to be virtuous and to lead courageous spiritual lives. And then just wait to see what happens to you and him and your marriage as that sailboat starts to soar. My rosary probably rolled onto the side of his bed many times, but I see now that it rolled right into his very heart. Now we are tangled up in both rosaries. That's double the prayer, double the fun, and half the suffering, really, because it's shared. My friends, keep praying for your husbands and children. The Lord is working his miracles through you, even if you can't see him. He really is there. Adding fasting to the mix is even more efficacious. Prayer knocks and fasting obtains. This is what St. Chrysologist says, and it brings with it a life of virtue and health. Who could ask for more in exchange for just a little discomfort from delaying some food that really isn't that great for your health anyway? Make your husband, if you have one, your why and see what happens. And let me know when the miracles start rolling in. Keep fasting, my friends, and don't forget to add a priest or two to that why that makes you cry to keep our Catholic world afloat and to keep you motivated, consistent, and on track when those waters get rough. I guarantee you, you can do it. And if you found this podcast useful, please subscribe and leave a five-star review so others will hear the great message of spiritual fasting and the importance of praying for our husbands. I would be so appreciative. Have a great week, my friends, and I will talk to you next time. May God bless you and keep you always. If you are interested in learning more about spiritual fasting and permanent weight loss, then come join my course, Delay and Pray, a 12-week guided course for weight loss through spiritual fasting. You won't go through it alone either. I will be there to coach you every step of the way. This is a group coaching program where you are part of an amazing community of like-minded Catholics who have the same goal as you, to bring about miracles while losing that weight permanently through spiritual fasting. Your purchase includes an online course detailing what spiritual fasting is, how to do it, and all the tools you you need to get you the results you're longing for. Head over to my website right now at thecatholicfastingcoach.com and get the details on how to join. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and LinkedIn to always get the latest daily information to help you keep fasting, my friends. Can't wait to see you in there. May God bless you and keep you always.